Hi guys, this is T. Welcome to Tea Time. And today I want to talk to you guys about empaths. Um, what it means being an empath and what I believe how people are empath and why people choose to be empath, even though I don't think it's a conscious choice to be an empath. I believe that in my case, just me growing up in an environment where I needed to check the energy of my surrounding constantly is how I became an empath. So let me tell you a little bit about my history and my story. When I was born, my parents um, were self-employed and they opened a gym. And they were constantly hustling and trying to get enough customers, getting all the place set up, being in th- at the gym basically all day, starting from mornings 9 a.m. till evenings 10 p.m., basically knowing that if they wouldn't have enough customers, clients, people that would go visit the gym, they would be in debt and they wouldn't have enough money to sustain themselves. So my father, who is a really, really um, loving guy in a way that he loves nature and he loves his freedom and he loves to be outside and he loves to have his freedom. He's traveled the world and seen so many places and this basically is what made him happy. But when he opened that gym of course he had obligations first of all he had the gym as an obligation and then he just became a father basically at the same time so from being a free spirit that could do whatever he wanted to do go and travel and um you know just make decisions for himself because he was single that time basically his whole life changed within three years He met my mom and got married, he became a father, and he became owner of a gym. And basically from being all free (laughs) and liberated, going to a position where he had a lot of responsibilities and was not able to spend his time as he wished because it was just not possible. And... So when I I got born, I was born, my mom is Filipina and she was leaving her country to come to Germany with my dad. Actually, they wanted to live in the Philippines before, but then my dad came back to Germany and said, well, let's just start a business in Germany. We can make more money out of making a business in Germany. And then Basically, that's what they did. And at the beginning, I bet it all seemed really great. And my mom also told me that she really enjoyed working at the gym. But she would see my dad, um, who was basically also in charge of my mom because she was a foreigner in a country that she didn't know. She She needed to learn how to speak the language. And even though she helped out in the gym a lot and was handling... The things that she needed to do or that she could do in English but still the whole responsibility of this whole family was laying on my father's shoulders 
And when I was born and my father suddenly lost all of his freedom, he was very, very impatient. And he he was hot-headed and tempered. And as a child growing up, when you're just, you know, you're a child, you just want to have fun, you're loud, you're messy, you're all the things a stressed father doesn't really enjoy by the time he comes home from work. And so in my first years of growing up, I always needed to kind of develop like sensors, you know, seeing in what kind of environment I was. I needed to learn to pick up other people's energies in order for me to behave accordingly because if my dad would come home and I'd be all loud and noisy, he would just yell at me and send me to my room, even though I didn't do anything wrong. So I basically learned as a child to be invisible. Because being invisible is basically the best strategy of not being yelled at or worse. So since this hot-headedness and temper is something that is deeply rooted in both of my families, not only one side, but in both sides of my family, um, I was able to pick up these kind of sensations pretty easily and I would know what mood my grandpa was or whoever, whoever felt in that pattern of um, hot-headed, easily stressed, mostly male, but it's male energy, right? It could happen, it could be females as well, just like the, the kinds of vibrations that I would pick up and the same with <clears throat> safe environments. I would instantly know if I'd be in a safe environment where I could be loud and play and, you know, just go all out there as a child, which you should actually, you know, every child should have the freedom to just be a child and not having to wonder if, am I allowed to be loud right now? Or am I going to be punished for it? Am I allowed to do this and that? Or do I have to act according to my environment? And then, of course, I would also learn which behavior, every kid learns that, right? Which behavior is more appropriate and less appropriate with which behavior I will get praised and people will say, oh, what a, what a great kid, you know? Oh, isn't she sweet? And I would adapt. And I would adapt according to my surrounding. I would totally learn how to not be authentic. Because being authentic meant a threat to me. So growing up, I would always kind of know how to behave with different people, right? I would be able to observe different patterns that were going on. I would, I would be able to see why my colleague, for, for instance, would have an issue with my boss because I could see the patterns that were going on and I could see exactly what both people, like both people's point of view, because empaths are able to switch into other people's point of view, point of views, because this is how they learn to survive, right? They 
understand why people act in a certain kind of way and they know how to avoid um, certain behaviors. But the problem with being an empath is that you actually want to be authentic, right? Because you are also taking on roles. You, as an empath, oh, let me, let's not generalize, but me, okay, me being an empath, I needed to learn basically how to be authentic and how to get out of adapting to my environment um, because it would be great if I had a great environment, I would be perfectly fine and perfectly safe and perfectly happy, but if I'd get into a rougher environment, I would start to take everything personal somebody else would have a problem with. For example, um, if I'd have a partner and um, for whatever reason my partner comes home and is pissed and I'd be like, what's wrong? And I was like, I don't want to talk about it, you know, and I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so hurt. Like, why are you talking to me like that? I didn't do anything. But it's because I'm an empath, right? I would take it so personal because it's the environment I'm in and I adapt into the environment that I'm in. So I needed to learn how to be more stable in myself and learn how to be authentic and basically not adapt to my environment, but to have the environment adapt to me, which sound pretty selfish, but it's not meant in a selfish way. It's meant more in an authentic way. Um, because if I can be authentic then I give the other people the chance to be authentic towards me. But I, if I'm constantly adapting to my environment, because that's what I've learned, I am always a victim to my environment. And that's not what I want to be. I want to be stable in myself. So it was, for me, a pretty long process of learning, or, or first of all, being aware of what patterns I'm going in with my environment. Like if a person is A or B, I would act accordingly. I would act C and D, you know, just because I knew more or less how the outcome would be. But sometimes I felt like I I didn't stand up for myself or I didn't like what I was saying and I knew I was saying things because I tried to avoid conflict or I tried to be cool in front of somebody else or I was putting somebody else down because somebody else is that kind of person that would also put somebody else down you know and and I would see the flaws in just adapting to my environment and I would see like no this is not the person I want to be and when it came to basically finding my inner stability or becoming stronger and stronger from the inside out, um, more than finding strength from the outside in, meaning, for example, um, building my self-esteem on material things or on status or on wealth or whatever, I said, no, 
to myself. This was a decision that I made a couple of years ago where I said, I, I don't want that. I want to have a self-esteem that is completely, completely um, independent from my outside environment. And the time I said that, I didn't know what that would mean for me. <laughs> you know, we make a wish and sometimes we don't even know what that actually means until we have to go through it. We have to, you know, it's like, okay, you want to be stable from the inside out? I'll take your job. Um, I'll take your, your fancy status, your fancy management position that you, you held before your pretty job title. I'll take your money because when you're unemployed and you don't have money and that's when you're like, oh, huh, can I still do the things I want? <laughs> can I still like, can I still sustain myself from the inside if I don't have money or like just different things? I'm going to take away your friends, your support system. Are you still stable enough? You know, and all of these things more or less happened to me where I found myself in a position where I, I couldn't get out of bed anymore um, because I was so depressed and all this heaviness, all those burdens um, from the past, all these baggage, this emotional baggage, right? It finally showed up and it, and I was just paralyzed. I couldn't get out of bed. So... After not getting out of bed and feeling those depressions and this heaviness, um, of course I couldn't do sports anymore, so I gained weight. <laughs> so, like, and I didn't have a job. And, like, so many things added up, and I was fighting with friends, so I lost the support system as well. And I know I'm repeating myself right now, but I'm just getting into that into that feeling again of what I needed to go through in order to really figure out my true strength. And um, I, and I must say, it was a really, really tough journey um, going through all of this, but After it mellows down and after you find your, you, you get your first results where you feel like, huh, I'm suddenly not as dependent on other people's opinions anymore. And um, I, can, I can take other people's opinions and even though I might not resonate with them, I can just let them be. I can let other people have their flaws because I'm okay with my flaws and um, I remember the first time I actually felt like physically I was getting stronger and stronger even without working out, you know, just I would get energy back because the more emotional baggage I would be able to let go, the more authentic I could actually be and learn how to keep my boundaries because empaths a lot of times they don't have boundaries because <clears throat> first of all they don't give other people boundaries and they don't have boundaries themselves or at least it was like this in my case um, because I always try to feel into how somebody else would feel um, in that way also overstepping my boundaries and 
having other people overstep mine because I felt like it's okay. And basically learning, learning how I would interact with other people and learning to keep my own boundaries and of course to have respect other people's boundaries and um as an empath a lot of times at the beginning you might seem the world is too harsh for you at least that's how i felt at times i was like oh my god like i can't go to this place there's too many crowds there's too many people i just feel drained i feel so drained um I can't go and, and do that. I can't do what other people do because I'm an empath, right? But it's not true. You just need to learn how to be a strong empath. You need to learn how to keep your own boundaries. And I, I needed to, to learn that the hard way. I was in conflict with so many people and um i would have so many people mirroring me mirroring my shadow sides and i think that's probably when you go through um a spiritual awakening is exactly what happens like suddenly you're so confronted with your shadows and they will be delivered to you to your doorstep you know even you're depressed and you can't go outside you will have your shadows delivered to you and the good thing is, if you're going to a spiritual awakening, you're strong enough to handle it. You know, you might not feel like it, but, but you are because it wouldn't happen um, if you weren't. And um, after a while of, like, I would sometimes feel like, okay, now I'm actually going to go into a clearing conversation with this and this friend and I um, would try to stay with my with myself, you know, stay centered and not project into the other one, but still communicate my feelings and whatever. And then it will be, I might have the experience that um, I was so happy that it worked already better than other conversations I had in the past, but yet the other person would feel, I don't know, it wasn't good enough or would still cancel the friendship or whatever and then I'd feel like so disappointed I'd be like how can this be like I'm working on myself so hard and yet I still can't manage to um to get it straight in a way where it's positive on both sides and it was just a process you know it was just a process of trials and error and standing up again and doing it again and just praising myself for every little step I took that was really hard for me to take and not only you know with inner work but also really physically calling somebody up telling them I need to talk to you this and this that happened was not a was not okay on my end um i apologize or this and this i perceived in that way and i felt really shitty about it let's talk about it um but after a while it got better and better and after a while it also (sighs) 
the energies didn't hit my heart anymore. Like sometimes you're having a conversation and you feel like somebody's shooting arrows at you, energetical, and you can really, like I could really feel them hit my my heart chakra, my heart would be like boom. like like a bullet like a real bullet and it's just energetically and that's when I knew okay there's still stuff to heal there and um, all I'm just trying to say is being an empath is something good and it is something that I've learned because I had to learn this because it was a survival mechanism And to be a strong empath, though, I also needed to learn the the shadow sides. I needed to see the shadow sides of being an empath and learn how to draw my boundaries and learn um, to respect other people's boundaries and learn how to still be able to feel into situations but not take them personal anymore not adapting too much anymore and I'm saying too much because of course we all live together we all want to live in harmony and to an extent yes it's important that we adapt to one another but it's also it's also good for you to just stay centered and watch what's going on and then be able or learn to be able to react from a place where you're centered and authentic and um, not so susceptible to other people's emotions because we all want to have the freedom as well to be in a bad mood. And sometimes I felt it was so... Like, I got the mirror pretty clearly with a friend that was... Whenever I said something, she would send me a text. It's like, how did you mean that? I could feel like negative vibes. I was like, oh my God, I am just like, I just got home. You know, I just, I'm just exhausted. Right. And then you try and then this other person who's an empath tries to have a conversation with you and tries to clear that they felt this negative vibe towards them and you're like well am I not allowed to just have um just be exhausted because I came home from work right now (laughs) as I noticed it's like wow this can be so annoying to have an empath friend that feels into everything and takes everything personal I was like okay yeah I really need to you know get my own shit together and whenever but anybody else is is having their period or a shitty day or whatever just to be okay with it and not make a big fuss about it so i've talked a lot today it's almost like 23 minutes right now and um i guess this was important information and i probably think this episode was probably more important for myself just talking about it um than you guys, but um, if you can relate to what I'm saying, or if this has any value to you, I'm I'm happy, and uh, I wish you a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye bye.